0: from 999 the fan. This is the drive with Tim Donnelly, sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at capitalfinancialusa.com. Speaking of the podcast, we've got one more episode of a brief history of triangle sports a season. This is the one I've been looking forward to. This is a, a requiem for the World League of American Football. We've we've highlighted the Raleigh Durham Skyhawks which shout out to the Carolina Hurricanes who went full Skyhawks today in their practice uniforms. They were wearing Whalers gear, green with red and white too, so it really looked like a Skyhawks uniform out there on the ice. It's pretty. It was. Pretty, it was have pretty, to this out. It was pretty wild out there. It's yeah. pretty wild out there. Anyway, um, all all the previous six episodes of a brief history of Triangle Sports on the Raleigh Durham Skyhawks are available now. Last episode, the season finale on Wednesday, a requiem for the World League of American Football with conversations that feature Steve Logan, former East Carolina football coach who spent time in NFL Europe, a World Bowl, a World Bowl champion, and Jake DeLome, a Dell homie, Panthers legend, another World Bowl champion. So that'll be out on Wednesday. Shout-out to everybody who has left some comments and has uh, enjoyed a brief history of triangle sports on the Raleigh-Durham Skyhawks. Again, last episode will be on Wednesday. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions.
1: Joe cracked it on. Hey Joe, brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. From David, Hey Joe, do all the tourney upsets illustrate parity or poor seeding slash net failure?
0: Or yes? I mean, I, I think I don't think it's too crazy to say that it's in, it's getting incredibly difficult to properly rate these teams and get a get an idea of how good they are, how bad they are, for a variety of reasons. COVID year transfer portal. Uh, top talented guys not even going to play college football, uh, college basketball. So it's a hard job. I'm not trying to act like it's a hard job, um, but I do find it interesting that the whole feature of NCAA March Madness is called March Madness. We want upsets. We want craziness. It's what what gets us to watch. And then when it happens, we tr- we try to understand. Well, why did all these things happen? This we can't ha- We can't have this happen again. Well, no, that's what we want, right? We want the upsets. We want the Cinderellas. We want teams coming out of nowhere. What was it? That that FAU uh, Fairly dickinson game was pretty bonkers good. Mm-hmm. You know? Because uh, I went back I mean, and watched a little bit of that while the uh, Miami game I don't game know what the on. failure is,
2: though. I don't I don't see there's because a failure. Because Houston, number one in the net, alive. Yeah. Alabama, two, alive. UCLA, alive. Tennessee, number four in the net. Mm-hmm. They outperformed their seed. Yeah. Gonzaga, Texas, UConn. I mean, yeah, Kansas, Arizona, Purdue were in the top ten. They're gone. hmm But... I'll take 7 out of 10 being right.
0: I think I think the issue is if you go the last two. Florida years,
2: Atlantic was 13 in the net, by the way.
0: If you go the last two years, uh, this, the average seed of teams that have made it to the Sweet 16, I think in 2021 it was at its highest. It was nearly 6, the average seed. And then the last year, I want to say it was about 5.5. So it could just be people are looking at the number next to the team and trying to understand well why is that it could just be it's getting more difficult to do but they're also
2: not seeding them by the net by the way there is that they're using the net as a sorting tool so
1: next up i got a proposition for you from the david who spams obius's mentions hey joe we have to differentiate the davids there are are different ones yes hey joe the big 10 gets twice as many teams into the tourney as the acc yet has the same number of Sweet Sixteen teams. Why does this happen every year?
2: Big Ten teams, while they play bully ball, mm-hmm. they don't. They just can't shoot. They don't like it when you bully them back either. Also, they're not the most athletic groups in the history of the world. No, Purdue was out athleted by FDU. Like FDU, kind of pushed them around a little bit. So. Man, you might also be delving into some of that coaching issues that are facing the ACC as well. What well, the like? Big, who are the truly great coaches in in the Big Ten right now? Tom Izzo. When you think about the Big Ten, like who are you like? Yeah, man, I don't want to see him in March. Yeah, Tom Izzo. Is it Fran funny. McCaffrey? Uh, I don't know. I don't really. think so. No. Is it t- Matt Painter? No. Dude, that, you, 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 you do you, actually.
0: You actually do want to see Matt Painter you in the kind of sort of want to
2: right? Because that way you know you're going to be moving. There's on. There's Nobody. There's nobody yeah. that you're like. Oh, huh. But that's college basketball. Like if if we went and and we talked to of the three hundred plus coaches, if we if we asked them, the, if we polled them and said, "Who is the best coach in college basketball right now?" Mm-hmm. I bet you twenty guys would get a vote, as opposed that's to right. just a year
0: ago. <laughs> Maybe five, (laughs) because more people will be like, well, Mike Krzyzewski. That's evident. Well, to your point, that's evident by this streak that everybody was obsessed with in the ACC. Had Miami not made the Sweet 16, it would have been the first time since 1979, the year that I was born, that the ACC would not have a team in in the Sweet 16. But you go and you look at the teams from the ACC that were making the Sweet 16 during these times, you get two guesses as to which teams those were. Yeah, one had Dean Smith and/or Roy
2: Williams. Right. The other one had Mike
0: Shep's. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you know the ACC is going to take a little bit of a perception hit without those two Hall of Famers or those three Hall of Famers. Not coaching your school, we've had it good in the ACC for quite some time. There's a little
1: bit of a power flux right now. Next up,
3: how you doing?
1: From Martin, hey, Joe, would Duke have been more prepared for that physical game against Tennessee if Filipowski would have taken a few more elbows to the face yeah. in ACC play?
0: Yeah, I, no, that's that's actually a valid point. I think they needed to see Virginia and Virginia Tech a couple more times in ACC play. I was going to say, wasn't play. it
2: poor Filipowski on, in each of those yes. instances, right? Yes. The celebration yeah. against Virginia Tech, and it's, then the, the no call against Virginia, or the miss call against Virginia. Now
0: look, some of that, is, some of that is on Philipowski. It's the way he plays. It's like the same way with Tyler Hansborough in that. Oh man, why was Tyler Hansborough constantly losing contacts, and why was he? Well, because he was always aggressive. all over the place. He was yeah. aggressive. We met. We talked about Steve Logan uh, in terms of him being on a brief history of Triangle Sports. He always used to tell us on radio you know, this, that guy will stick his face in the fan. Well, that's Kyle Filipowski. He's going to stick his face in the fan, straight up. So, uh, Filipowski's had some unfortunate incidents this season. He's been busted up, but at no point did I get the sense that he backed down from anything that happened this year. As Roy Williams would say, he's a
1: tough little nut. We're a tough, he's tall nut. Th- Next up. Whoa. From Mike. Hey Joe, except for the Canes, you guys are kind of entering a downtime in the local sports calendar. So will you let Dennis talk some lacrosse on the OG? No. Dennis, did you did you start up a burner? No.
0: That's 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 from
1: an actual lacrosse guy. No, Mike's my middle name. That'd be too easy.
0: (laughs) No, there's we're not entering a downtime. And the local sports calendar by the way the unc women play it in what 15 minutes uh but yes there's the carolina hurricanes and then you got the draft with the uh with the with the carolina panthers and then yeah i'm expecting a stanley cup run from the canes that's what I, i'm expecting i
2: enjoy your optimism
0: and then then we start obsessing over which acc baseball team is gonna It's nah. in durham this year though it is in durham for the acc baseball tournament yes so you or will, the, the baseball jamboree. You will bite your tongue, sir. You're right. No, we'll be there. <laughs> we will we be there. We will be there. We will absolutely be at the
2: <laughs> you feedback You will this. be there and like the jamboree. You'll be printing up your own jamboree
0: shirts. I absolutely and will. like it. I will. Speaking of things that you like, people like pizza, but they get very opinionated about the kind of pizza they like. And that played itself out in a coaching search, potentially? It's time to revisit that because we got new audio on this next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. A little bit of coaching news. Ed Cooley. By the way, these are coaching moves that people have been saying it's going to happen for weeks now. So, Providence is out of the NCAA tournament. Ed Cooley, their head coach, has been attached to that Georgetown job ever since it became open. And sure enough, today we see the reports that Ed Cooley is going to leave Providence for the Georgetown job. Apparently Georgetown getting serious once again about reviving their basketball program. Meanwhile, Rick Patino out of the tournament, and St. John's became available. The minute that job became available, everybody started obsessively pointing out that Rick Pitino is going to get that job, or he's the target number one.
3: Well,
0: here we go. Hired at St. John's after, what, three seasons at Iona. So Rick Patino has worked, his, worked himself back up. And I, I'll say this about the Big East, Joe. The Big East is what I look at if the ACC had decided that, you know what, we're going to get out of the football rat race. The, the Big East decided it's not worth it to try to keep up with the SEC in the Big Ten or even the ACC at this time. So let's just do what we're good at. Let's put a bunch of like-minded schools together and become a premier college basketball conference. It's not lost on me on the teams from the Big East that are in the Sweet 16. It's not lost on me that a good – Chunk of the coaches, good coaches in college basketball, are residing in the Big East too. And they got a good television deal. And with a Fox. With yeah, Fox. A bit of a disruptor, haven't they? And here they are, making some good coaching moves. And the Big East continues to, to, to make it happen. I'm not saying this is the future I wanted for the ACC. I'm simply saying that there, are, there is life after football. You can make lemonade out of the lemons. You can. Like so- I said, you can always have
2: the conference of fan bases that hate everyone. You could give me West Virginia, NC State. Oh, yeah. App State, ECU. Yes. Give it to me. Yeah. I'm, inject I'm, it
0: into my veins. That would be entertaining. That would be entertaining. So we talked to Josh Pastner, Georgia Tech, well, former Georgia Tech basketball coach. He's now doing some media stuff, and I know it's gonna come as a shock to people, but Josh is pretty good at this media game. All right. So we talked to him at the end of last season. And I forgot how it happened. We got on a weird tangent that ended up with him talking about John Calipari when he was at Memphis as an assistant under John Calipari and the time that John Calipari had interviewed for NC State. Herb Sendek leaves for the desert. I was going to say, the, the great search yes. of 06. So it's 2006. April 1st, 06. <laughs> it's 2006. Herb Sendek leaves for the desert, Goes takes the Arizona State job. And John Calipari was a top target when he was in Memphis at that time. And this is there's there's a brief history of Triangle Sports episode that highlights this part of it. I had done this with David Glenn, the former editor of the ACC Sports Journal, used to do sports talk radio as well. Uh, but Dave was all in on that search, and I distinctly remember that being a breakthrough moment in 2006 because it was the ESA at the time. Or I'm not, no, I'm sorry, the RBC Center at the time. They had a webcam that was yep. constantly on. And sure enough. It's also a flight software tracker. FlightAware. Yeah. FlightAware. So that gave you two internet phenomenons. FlightAware to track AirHog1, Wendell Murphy's plane. And, hey, if Calipari's doing a tour of the basketball facilities. Well, we'd be able to see him. And sure enough, I distinctly remember somebody having a time lapse. shadows. No, the lights were off. Yeah. And like a weird, you know, lights were off because it was nighttime. I mean, there was nothing going on. And at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, the lights came on. I don't know if it was 1 exactly, but it was, like, late at night. And everybody's, oh, he's there. Look, there's, like, little, like, pixelated bodies walking around. That's clearly Jack Now, from there, we've heard all sorts of stories. Uh, I distinctly remember a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts being invoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Josh Pastner tells us about, oh, no, it was pizza. He said the reason why he didn't take that NC State job is because he couldn't find a good slice of pizza, which led us to bring Josh Passner. Pizza from Oakwood Pizza Box. Yeah, and he was like, "I right, stand corrected. That's good pizza." Things have changed over time. 2006, a little bit different. So Josh Graham, WSJS, he's in Greensboro for the NCAA tournament. Kentucky's there. In the in-between days, Calipari is having press availability. Here is Josh Graham trying to get some verification on Josh Pastner's claim that the reason why he didn't take the NC State job was because of
1: pizza. You've said a couple years ago you were close to taking the NC State job back when you were at Memphis, and recently Josh Pasner told us that you told him it was a
3: bad pizza experience that might have led to you not taking the job can you Josh is out of his mind no they, they look I've had people talk to me throughout my career and, and, and NC State was one of those teams and and uh, um, you know, knowing what that league was and all that stuff, but I ended up staying, and uh, we had a heck of a run at Memphis, and it was the right decision for me and uh, probably both programs. But, uh, no, Pizza, I can't remember. hes That's the greatest thing about when you start getting older. You just say, I don't remember. Back left. Was Could- he on the plane with us, by the way? Was Josh – on the plane with us? He wasn't. He's just telling stories. Right? He, he, said, he, he said was on the plane with us? He said it might have been bad pizza. That's what he told you. No, that's what he told me. No. It was mellow mushroom pizza from yep. Raleigh. Really good place. <laughs> mellow mushroom.
0: So that's, that's John
2: Calipari. There was a little bit of a postscript, not only with Josh Pastner, yeah. but from someone who used to work at State who pointed out, Lee Fowler, the AD at the time, potentially made John Calipari pay for his own pizza. For his own pizza, yes. Which may have been probably closer to the source. It wasn't the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it was your new boss being like now nah, you, you can pay you, for you it. got that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get mine, you get yours. Like what? We're going, we're
0: going Dutch on this.
2: What? <laughs> yeah but I'm going to come here and you're going to give me whatever I want in my recruiting budget. I don't,
0: yeah. I don't think so. Now there, there is this general like attitude of, well, why well, why did Lee Fowler take him to Mellow Mushroom? Well, Hey, there's nothing wrong with Mellow Mushroom. I like Mellow Mushroom. You also have to remember about the state of pizza in 2006 in this area. And what was around campus. Like I can't imagine Lee yeah. Fowler was taking John Calipari to Hillsborough street and to I love New York pizza, which at that time was probably peak. I love New York pizza. I don't think that's happening, number one. Number two, Lily's, which has been around for ages, is a little too far. Hipster. It, no, it's a little too far from Campus Plus. I'm pretty sure they'd still be waiting for the pizza right now. Frank's would have been his best option over by Enloe. Oh, But he, yeah. you have to know it. You got to know it. But you got to know it. You got to know it. Which, by the way, folks, I got jokes about Lily's. I love Lily's. Shout out to the uh, Dante's Inferno. Is there barbecue chicken pizza? Money. So, regardless... I am very much of the opinion that there's more to it than just the pizza. But Josh Pastner's doubling down. So Josh Passner was on the I think it was the web only, like NCAA fast break stuff. Not I don't think it was on proper television. But Pastner, uh, they brought out pizza and he doubled down on this.
4: So I'm gonna have some pizza <laughs> and I'm gonna let you explain what the what the heck happened there, Josh. Well, look, Coach Calipari was being courted, recruited by obviously by many schools yeah north carolina state was one of them and um, he tells a story about when he they wanted him he wanted to go by the local pizza place was going to determine if if the pizza was really good Mm -hmm. uh that he would take the job Okay. okay well he went there he didn't say the name at the time but he said he went to a pizza place and he just was not it just didn't taste right for him so it's the reason he did not take the North Carolina state job. He judged it based on the tasting of a pizza. Now, it's worked out for him because he came back and continued to win at a very high level at Memphis and then got the Kentucky job. But it was really based on a on a, on a pizza deal. He, he was great in that You're clip standing there. by your side of the story. Pass the pizza down to Tony. I'll give it yeah? over to Tony. I'm you know. not going to bogart it. It's actually really good. Mellow Mushrooms does a great job, by the way. I think it's it's pretty tasty. You a mix of
1: cheese and pepperoni?
4: Maybe on that, that, just on that day, it just, for whatever reason, the taste didn't taste right and it made him say, I'm not going to North Carolina.
1: Or maybe it was Lee Fowler who
0: didn't pay for it. Anyway, that's Josh Pastner. uh, I hope, well, a couple things. One, I hope Josh Graham at WSJS gets an endorsement deal for Mellow Mushroom for all of the free publicity that Josh helped create. For the pizza place. Yes, well done by Josh. Just squeeze that off to Calipari. Just go ahead and give the man free pizza for the rest of the year. All right? Just do the man a solid. He just gave you all that free pub.